All right, we're back. Ah, fuck. What? I just realized I have to drive you home. Yes, you do. I'm so fucking bummed out about that at this moment. <laughs> That's the worst news I've heard all fucking day. Well, you might you might be able to escape driving me home uh, if Zaven is still awake. I, no, we don't need to fucking drag her over here. Well, she said she's down to come pick me up. She texted me earlier. Uh, she said down. It, it, she said if she's still awake, just okay. to shoot her a text. Okay. So when we're winding Let's get down. Because <laughs> yeah. I do not want to drive across town and then come back and drive back across town. Yeah, 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 for sure. But it might go that way. Oh, damn it. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Um, okay. Episode 9 of Hell Week, and we're feeling it. Uh, so first up, we have got Hellgrazer, who we have had on the show before. This was submitted by Catfish Jones, who plays in the band. Um, let's just jump in. They've got an eponymous track on this. We so. did not listen to this, or is this new? This is new. Okay. Yeah, February 2022. Okay. Yep, yep. So we are going to listen to Hellgrazer by Hellgrazer from the release Hellgrazer.
All right, so that was the song Hellgrazer on the release Hellgrazer by the band Hellgrazer. Indeed. Um, what did you, dear listener, think? Did you like this or not? <laughs> right. Write us, write us, and let us let know. us know. Right? <laughs> yeah. Look, that was that was uh, perfectly. Uh, I'll say the same thing that I said about it the first time we heard it. Like perfectly solid, passable, motor charged metal punk stuff. Right. Yep. Uh, a, a a solid, if not um, if not uh, exceptional example of the form. Right. Sure. Here's a couple things. A couple roses for it. Okay. Right. Roses um, and thorns. Yeah. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. Yeah. Right, here's a couple roses for it. You're getting a proper fucking cassette with this. Yeah, you are. Yeah. You get eight songs. It looks like it's going to come in at around 27 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not quite that, 25. Uh, so you're getting a proper release. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty good. <laughs> I completely spaced out there for a second. Uh, it's not really, and here's a thorn now for you. And I, I don't mean to be, uh, I don't mean to be that guy. Mm hmm. But um, in the chorus, the fourth line, yeah. Wander Through Darkness, yeah. Um, you need an A instead of an O in Wander. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Wander. Wander, yes. Right. I'm sure you know that. I'm just pointing that out. I would say the one thing that I'm really disappointed in is that Catfish Jones uses a Christian name here, uh, Caleb yeah, I Jones. I know. If you're going to, like, at any point, if you're ever going to, like, associate the name Catfish Jones with something that exists, yeah. This is it. Yeah, for sure. It's pretty obvious from the picture, at least from my by my reckoning, which one is Catfish Jones. <laughs> I, I agree, yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. Pretty obvious. Yeah. Here's another thing. Um, um, laugh tracks or whatever? Uh-huh. Laugh. What, what the fuck was it? Laugh box. Laugh box. Retread, right? You're only getting two new songs out of four. Yeah. Hellraiser is coming at us. Yeah, they got two songs from the pre-release from April 2021. 20, uh, yeah. Right? They got... Um, Weapons of War mm-hmm. and... Uh, Death in the Fire. Death in the Fire. But then you get six more songs. For sure. Also, I got to say, dude, on the pre-release, that came out in what? Like April of last year? Yeah. That's a real pre. That's real oh, yeah. pre. You know what yeah. I mean? Usually a promo is coming uh, like... Your, your actual a release month, is too. coming yeah, hot on, hot on the trail of the promo, right? COVID. I guess, man. I don't right. know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Omicron was coming. Yeah, I guess it. It seems like maybe you just jumped the gun on the on the pre-release a little bit, but that's okay. Like I said, the fair, fairly solid stuff. I'm not mad at any of it. I like the tape layout is by Mike the Criddler Lotan. <laughs> wait, wait, what? The Criddler? The Criddler. I don't know what the Criddler is. <laughs> okay, it is by Mike the Criddler Lotan. Right. A lot of good names I in mean, this group. Mike put his fucking nickname on there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't. I, I'm kind of disappointed that I know that Catfish's first name is Caleb. Now. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, yeah, I I wanted to know him only as Catfish. Yeah. Okay, so next up we have Sour with songs with a Z. Um, you can <laughs> oh at the end, not at the beginning. That would be Zongs. So you can <laughs> you can find this at soursoundtrack.bandcamp.com. I believe this is also yeah delayed gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is members of some other bands that we've heard tonight already, and uh, other bands that we've heard on the show at various various times. I heard this uh, the other day. They posted it in like the Facebook group. I thought there were some like interesting ideas here. It wasn't necessarily for me, but it was it was kind of cool. At 
parts. There mm-hmm. was like some interesting, interesting musical ideas. It's so. like Elon Musk is in the band. Yeah, Elon Musk is actually playing in this band, so that's pretty cool. He's got a nice big George Costanza Gore-Tex coat on. That's right. So I don't think that guy really looks that much like Elon. He does. Musk. He does right now. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, if you don't, if you don't pay too much attention, yeah. If you squint. if you saw him, if you saw him walk by, you might think, "Oh shit, there goes Elon Musk." I'm not so sure about that. Uh, so let's just listen and listen to the opening track. That's what they got queued up. So we're gonna listen to the song "Somebody" by Sour off of their release songs. Okay, we just listened to the song Somebody by Sour off of their release songs. How'd you feel about that? Uh, sorry, whatever. <laughs> like I said, I think there are some cool musical there's, ideas there's here. Cool, there's some cool musical ideas here. Not enough that I want to think about them right now. Yeah, 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 for sure. I really feel like we're... I, I, I Now I, I almost feel bad about everything we're going to hear right now. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mock it in a shitty way even if I like it. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to say things like, go get them, boys. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, yo, one thing I can I can say about this that I like a lot, uh, the cover, whether or not you like it or not, it's clear that they put some effort into it, which I really appreciate. There's, like, there's some actual graphic design at play here, which is a thing that is, like, not necessarily that common in punk and hardcore circles. So props on, like, uh, endeavoring to have some sort of uh, presentation behind, like, your – or some, to- some sort of uh, quality control behind – behind your visual presentation. Are you are you being facetious? No, I'm not being facetious. Okay. They're like like I said, whether you like it or not, they're they're clearly like going for a thing aesthetically. They're trying to look a little um off the beaten path, not right. quite what you'd expect. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's like even if you don't like it, it's clear that they're like going out of their way to try and do a thing and they're like 
they're, they they made a design. You know what I'm saying? Right. They didn't have somebody scribble a goblin on a piece of paper and call the, call up their band the Spooky Boys and have a song <laughs> called Poop Eater. Yeah. Even though I, I like that I would, shit, yeah, you know, a lot more than right. I like this. I just want to say I appreciate them putting the effort in. Right. I feel like the so so here's the thing now. Yeah. I feel like these boys have like. I recognize a few faces from other bands that we've uh, listened to. Yeah. Like the guy in the middle was in one of the first bands we listened to tonight uh -huh. or today or yeah. yesterday. And, and Nate, the dude with the long hair, he plays in like End Love and right. other bands. I feel like these guys have completely separate different like costume wardrobes for the bands that they play in. <laughs> yeah, you know that, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. That like, might be true. You know, you know, like like hey, we're Sour's playing tonight. Get out the grandpa clothes <laughs> so people don't know where we're coming from. All right, sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you know, one one of the other bands are playing like, hey, make sure you put on the right t shirt and <laughs> make sure you're wearing probably neutral like blacks and grays. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? No, yeah. put that fucking put that fucking grandpa brown peacoat back. We can't wear that tonight. <laughs> Sour's not playing. Yeah, no, we're doing our we're doing our real straight up hardcore shit tonight. Right. You gotta look the part. Right. Uh so okay, there you go. Uh, next up is Negative Life Cabal with Irradiated Undulations of the Anti-Cosmos, uh, colon, The Servant of Ys, YYS. Um, this was submitted by somebody at the Kings of Punk podcast. I'm going to assume not Tyler because he typically submits from his own email. So, uh, my, my presumption here would be that this is Jake. He said he can't necessarily imagine us or anybody who listens to the show liking this that much, but he likes it. So if, uh, anybody's fucked in the head like him, they might enjoy I'm it too. I'm, I'm, I'm fucked I'm in the head, head mate. I'm fucked in the head, mate. Now we're letting deeply insular jokes penetrate into our public <laughs> show. Right. Um, we're just having a private conversation. <laughs> yeah, for sure. we got to so, watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it gets dangerous when private conversations happen between us. So uh, let's listen to Cursed Esoterrorists of the Levitating Cryo-Demonic Grand Imperium by Negative Life Cabal. Sounds pretty cool. It does sound pretty cool.
Okay. We just heard Cursed Esoterrorists of the Levitating Cryodemonic Grand Imperium by Negative Life Cabal off of Irradiated Undulations of the Anti-Cosmos, the Servants of East. I think that, you know, I like the idea of like, um, of like harsh noise and spoken word, like summoning rites of evil gods on paper a lot. Yeah. And in practice, after like, uh, pushing up on 14 hours. Oh, we're over that. We're like right at it. We, we started around 1230 yeah. and it's 220 now. Yeah. So pushing up on like 14 hours of, of broadcasting. I like this a lot more in theory than I do as it was blasting in my ears. Uh, I, I like this surprisingly. There's a lot of stuff. I It says bestial black metal. Well, there was none of that in there. Bestial noise grind. There was, I mean, there was no instrumentation. In there. Yeah. Um, War metal. I don't know. Maybe a couple of those tracks, that stuff peaks its head up. Yeah. I'm okay if it doesn't. I like the concept of this a lot. The concept is good, yeah. Um, I like the uh, the um, Lovecraftian, unknowable uh, sort of... Uh, uh, yeah, the Lovecraftian sort of unknowable lore sure. that this seems to surround. I agree. Um, I, I like the fact that it is dense and impenetrable. I think that if, uh, you know, indeed... Uh, you are um, a servant of East. Mm-hmm. It should be dense and unknowable. I agree for sure. Right? I mean, this is um, I don't know. This is this is uh, the sound my brain makes internally just before I fall off to sleep every <laughs> night, right? Yeah. Which gives me hope that maybe somewhere in the uh, endless, icy, icy grip of the void, that uh, you know, East is speaking to me. Yeah, for sure. I think that's within well within the realm of possibility. So next up, we have got LIB with Men's Health. This is a band from Indianapolis. You can find this on convulserecords.bandcamp.com. Um, and this is uh, the whole LP just dropped like uh, a couple weeks ago, I want to say. Big makeup boy in the cover. Uh-huh. That's my buddy who plays drums in this band. Um, let's listen to a song from it. So they have got uh, the title track queued up to play. Uh, We're going to listen to Men's Health by LIB off of the LP Men's Health. heard men's health off of the lp of the same name by the band lib from indianapolis how do you feel about it pretty good that's pretty good huh pretty pretty good a couple kudos for eschewing the standard um aesthetic yes the stuff of this ilk uh, presents lately yep right this is um this is definitely uh coming at least uh, uh 
This is definitely sort of presenting itself as different and stand out from its contemporaries. Yeah. Um, musically, it fit right in with everything else that's unconvulsed that we've heard tonight. For sure. I remember watching the video for this. Um, I, I've checked this out before now that I heard it. And there's like a video that has like a un- Looney Tune clips of like violence. Yeah. I love Looney Tunes, the old ones. So much. I love too. all the fucking, um, I guess anachronistic and inappropriate humor for sure um by today's standards i've seen a lot of cartoons kill themselves in looney tunes yeah and um you know when i was uh in my late teens mm-hmm. you have your typical teenage suicide thoughts sure I could tell you that it wasn't the cartoons that did it no it was not let cartoons show suicide yeah for sure it never never once a da- i saw daffy duck blowing his brains out because he couldn't take it anymore yeah i'm gonna do that now yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was definitely not the Looney Tunes that pushed me into suicidal ideation. No, it certainly wasn't. In fact, um, if anything, the Looney Tunes uh, at least gave me a few laughs. Yeah, for sure. They, On this horrible planet. <laughs> yeah, they injected some levity into my miserable you know, life, yeah. Every every single time I saw, every single time I saw, like, some, you know, just sort of like extra in a Looney Tunes, see something wacky go down and say, well, now I've seen everything and put a gun to its head. <laughs> yeah, right? for sure. Reliable joke. <laughs> yeah, very you know? much so, yeah. Right? Yep. Every single time. Every time, every single time I saw like hear Daffy Duck standing in front of a window silhouetted while he's holding a shotgun. Yeah. I knew some hijinks <laughs> are coming next. Yeah, for sure. Never once did I consider holding a shotgun and laying in wait in a window for somebody. Yeah, for sure. Well, at least not due to uh, the Looney Tunes influence. Listen, kids are not as fragile as we think. That's true. Show them, show them the good stuff. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, for sure. I saw Ninja Scroll at a young age and walked away unscathed. Show them the good stuff. Okay, so next up, we have got Extinguish with Vomitous Manifestations. You can find this at uh, Caligari, CaligariRecords.BandCamp.com, a reliable purveyor of good things. Uh, this was sent in by Jay from Cold Rats, who described this as some permutation of uh, of death metal with like punk and hardcore influences. Coming from Finland, so you know that um, at least the uh, cultural history is there. Yep, yep, for sure. Um, so they have got the first song queued up to play. We're going to hear Two Deadly Blows by Extinguished off of Vomitous Manifestations. <laughs>
Okay, so we just heard two deadly blows by Extinguished off of Vomitous Manifestations. You want to know what I thought? Oh. Vomitous Manifestations is a deep, dark plunge into the sewers of the soul, dragged across shit-stained razors and polished off with a piss-reeking atmosphere. <laughs> that's, that's a, that is a real sentence in there right up. As I was listening to this, I was thinking, hey, this isn't punk or hardcore infused at all, uh, which is true because Jay didn't describe this as that. That is... <laughs> This is just pure death metal. This is just pure death metal. But uh, the last thing that on our list uh, on, on this episode is a J submission that he did describe <laughs> as such, but it wasn't this. Man, this isn't punk or hardcore fuse at all. Yeah. What the hell is Jay thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but this was good. I liked this. This was this was some good raw death metal stuff. A little long. A little bit long for what it was. There was a little rehashing, a little too much rehashing of riffs. I think to justify yeah. the almost five minute long runtime. Yeah, fit some more ideas in there if you're going to make me listen for almost right. five minutes for sure. But they definitely brought it back with that his reeking atmosphere they sure did yeah there was some and and that's the thing is like when they slowed it down and went into the doomy parts those aren't the bits that i thought drug on too long it was just like you're returning to some riffs here that i don't think need to be returned to right. uh, but overall i thought it was solid i would definitely check out the rest of this release and see uh, see how i like it um next up we have got <laughs> so fatty submitted this uh, uh we already know about this band. yeah pretty recently and said uh he he figured we could probably use a pick me up in three months or so <laughs> thanks bud hey um, this is new yeah this is new exactly yeah this uh this came out on february 9th so like less than a month old so this is a new single from the baths a real thing let's listen to it i'm sure we can guess how we'll feel about i bet it. you it's not piss soaked i bet <laughs> but it's not piss soaked
there you go. Regurgitating the masticated <laughs> remains of the failed Nazarene supped directly from the cunt of a whore. The best deliver three minutes and 35 seconds of piss-soaked fury. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that was a real thing by the Beths. Uh, more happy, wonderful music from these happy, wonderful folks in New Zealand living out a great life. Yeah, it's got to be great, man. I mean, why, how <laughs> how could you great. not be smiling like these guys, right? The guy yeah. in yellow? Yeah. That would be the look on my face all the <laughs> fucking time if I lived in New Zealand. Yeah, for sure, right? dude. Just the wonder of the country I, around. I would me. have crow's feet so deep my head would look like a figure eight. <laughs> for sure. So that's real good. If you don't like that, who are you lying to to try to impress, right? That's that's really fucking good. It was a nice little pick me up in this uh, in this just this drudgery that we're currently engaged in. Yeah, uh, good stuff. Looking forward to whatever that band does next. It's been too long since we've gotten a new release from them. I didn't realize that it has been like summer twenty twenty since this band has put yeah. anything out. That is too long. I'm tired of you sitting around resting on your laurels, the Beths, enjoying well, New Zealand. And we were talking about how Australia was in a lockdown. They didn't have any freedom. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, for sure. New Zealand? Yep. New Zealand makes uh, Australia look like uh, Freedom Land USA. <laughs> that's, that's true. Right? Yeah. Um, okay, so next up we have got Faceplant with Stereo Field. You can find this at faceplantofficialband.bandcamp.com, which seems like overkill. I don't think anybody's trying to be the Faceplant unofficial band, Bandcamp. I don't think anybody's trying to impersonate Faceplant. Um, so this was submitted by Daniel. Uh, this is uh, this is more of his Central Maryland scene reportage. He said that this is emo stuff, so we might not like it, but that he saw them live and he thought that they were quite good. Okay. And uh, that he, 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 he feels like it is promising, like they could really go somewhere, really do something with this. So we're going to listen to the song Life in Pink by Faceplant off of their release, Stereo Field. <laughs>
Okay, we just heard the song Life in Pink by the band Faceplant off of their release Stereo Field, which is uh, 11 songs, so props to them for giving us a, a proper full-length release. Yeah, that was kind of emo, I guess. Uh, there was a lot of just indie rock in there, too, psyche indie rock stuff. Nate, as you noted, there was uh, there was a little built to spill in there, especially with the noodling and the vocal vocal delivery at the, uh, on this at times. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, I'm kind of a historian of, of slow emo stuff. I will take this kind of shit, this iteration of, like... Uh, of sad, sad person music over like noodly emo shit most most days. Um, this is 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 in the vein of some stuff that I enjoy from the '90s for mm-hmm. sure. And I agree, Daniel, with your uh, with your assessment that I could I could imagine this getting fairly good if they continue to hone and refine this, and and I can imagine people liking this. I still think it has a, a little ways to go, but I didn't mind it. Um. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> For sure. You know? Yeah. I didn't, I, I, I so rarely want to hear something like this. Yeah. Um, and I certainly don't now. Yeah, I this this was a bad time for me to hear this. I will agree with that for sure. Right. So next up, we have got Worst Behavior with their promo 2022. Uh, I got cassette copies of this. Thank you, boys, for sending this over our way. Uh, we had Worst Behavior on the show pretty early on um, and thought it was, like, pretty pretty solid, like, crossover thrashy hardcore stuff. Um, so uh, they went ahead and sent this over to us. We're going to listen to the song Final Breath by Worst Behavior off of their promo 2022. heard final breath by worst beha- worst behavior off of their promo 2022 yeah man this is definitely a step up from the the yep. stuff that we heard almost three years ago i think our critique of it at the time was like yo pick up the pace like increase the energy on this yeah um i think this did all of those things this was faster this was more ripping it was fiercer it was uh more to the point i liked the the leads and the solos on this this was good stuff man this yeah. was this is real solid crossover crossover uh hardcore stuff yeah i think this is definitely a step up i mean you know, the stuff that we heard was the No Escape, I believe. Yep, we heard No Escape. Yep. And um, 
you know, all those tracks are getting on two and a half, three minutes or more. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily mean you have to cut your track length in half. Yeah. But um, this definitely had a bit more energy, and this definitely feel this definitely sounds a bit more um, polished. Yeah, this just feels more concise, more polished. Like you guys know what you want to do more. The songwriting is just more succinct. Uh, there's not less ideas here. You just do a better job of like condensing them and uh, and throwing them all into a minute and a half format. I think it works real well. Yeah. Um, uh, and also, thanks again for sending those tapes over. I think worst behavior were, were maybe the first people like to send us physical physical releases um it was like them or um there's somebody else that sent us something really early on but i think i think worst behavior might have been the first wet specimens west specimens sent us stuff pretty early on too yeah but i think worst behavior might have been the might have been the first first yeah. band to do that so um all right next up we have got sorcerer sorcerer's sword with their demo 2021 you can find this at sorksword.bandcamp.com this was sent in by uh Luis f um oh my look at that it looks cool i like it i like the that little, art is top notch I, yeah i like this i like this little goblin man with his flaming sword on here um so uh the first track uh, okay yeah cool they have the second track queued up to play because the first song is an intro so we are gonna listen to uh demonolatry by sorcerer's sword off of demo 20 off of their demo 2021 
we just heard the song Demonolatry by Sorcerer's Sword off of dem their demo 2021. So um, this is released on cassette um, in alliance with uh, a label Mythic Ironworks. Uh -huh. Who also released on cassette the Ophicus oh, okay. release. Yeah, sure. That we had on the weekly show. Yep. And the previous release that Ophicus put out. Okay, word. This is exactly what I was talking about. Like when we when, when we talked about how like we wanted to like Ophicus better mm -hmm. than I want I wanted to like Ophicus better than I did. Yeah. This is exactly what I, I, I wanted Ophicus to sound like. Yep, for the sure. The music's man. much more upfront. Yep. Right? Fucking rips. Yep. Right. It's not so overt. I mean, the, the the hokey vocals are in there, right? Yeah. The fucking Tom Araya haunting the chapel, fucking King Diamond falsettos are in there. Yep. But um, it uh, it's not front and center. Yeah. And relying so much on that, and the music is uh, more front and center. Also, the artwork is stunning. Yeah, I love it, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. This is this just feels uh, truer in every sense. You know. I mean, what I mean? I, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say that like the the Ophicus stuff isn't true per yeah. se, because the dude definitely knows what he's going for. For sure. He knows like, but the, the the execution of it. Right. This is what I would much rather hear. Yeah. Is you know something that is much more, um, a bit more lo-fi. Yep. And and earthy. For sure. Um. Yeah, this fucking ruled. It's already sold out. Yeah, that, that figures. This is really good, man. And I, I think this is the debut release from this group. Too. Yeah. It, I mean, I don't know what else they've been in, mm -hmm. but this they've obviously been in other bands. Yeah. Um, This fucking ruled. Yeah, it was great, man. I loved this. This woke me up. For sure. Also, dude... <sighs> we've 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 encountered and come across in the course of this exercise like a fair degree of music in which the subject matter is just like you know being a demon summoning sorcerer and like slaying goblins and shit yeah. and all this stuff Dude. a surprising amount of it's like it's it's a surprisingly common theme right it, it is but man I don't know when I was listening to this and granted I'm really tired now and I'm and I'm when I get really tired I tend to escape into flights of fan fantasy even more so than I do in in my waking just sort of daily life which I I do even a lot during the day. Right. And this is this this made me want to go like live in a hole in a forest. Yeah. You know what I mean? This made me really want to go pursue my primitive fantasy this, fantasy dream. This made me want to be the little goblin yes. thing with the flaming sword uh -huh. on the artwork. Yeah. Like if I was that guy, mm -hmm. I'm definitely coming to your village to fuck you up. For sure. Cause I was just thinking like that guy, like I was thinking about his life and like, no matter, despite the fact that his concerns, uh, certainly are weightier than ours in the sense that they, they probably, uh, pertain directly to his own mortality on a day to day basis. As we said on the show before, I would take that. I would take being constantly in the throes of like a deadly fight for my life. If only I could be a flame sword wielding little goblin man, magic man, a little magic man. He looks well equipped to take to uh, to to um, you know, basically be on the edge of uh, the the precipice of uh, fending for his life on a regular basis. He yeah. actually looks like he's he's ready to dish it out. He does, yeah, yeah for sure. So yeah, I like that a lot. You you said everything that needed to be said about this. This was good. This is great, in fact. Um, so next up, we have Greyhound, uh, which is a type of dog and also <coughs> a transportation company uh, and also a band. So you can find this at Greyhound. It's Greyhound the band. Greyhound the band. 
you've heard of Greyhound the bus. Now there's... Greyhound the dog. <laughs> now Greyhound the band. Yeah. Uh, so you can find this at greyhoundca.bandcamp.com. John sent From this in. From the folks who brought you Greyhounds and Greyhound the bus <laughs> comes Greyhound the band. <laughs> so, so yeah, John sent this in. He said, um, and this is some like fast hardcore stuff on To Live a Lie. Uh, they have got the song Violent Ignorance queued up. So we're going to hear Violent Ignorance. Ooh, they're using some Gude Tama for their artwork. Are they? Uh, better. Uh, looks like you it. better fucking tread lightly, my friend. So we're going to listen to the song Violent. I, I am going to send uh, the copyright holder for Gude Tama <laughs> this fucking webpage. Yeah, you're going to get a cease and desist. Yeah. Um, so we're going to listen to Violent Ignorance by Greyhound uh, off of their release, Greyhound. <laughs> heard violent ignorance by greyhound off of their release greyhound uh, i should note this is a 10 song release so you know giving us a proper release they're short songs but nonetheless they had the uh, nonetheless they had the common decency to throw us 10 songs that was good man i like that yeah straightforward good from what i heard it was good i was looking at the merch yep um one of the merch pictures for some reason has uh somebody modeling it while in a uh, sumo stance for uh deadlift Indeed. Yeah. Training for a meet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? for, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, you know, if you got a low center of gravity, sumo stance is a good fucking stance. Go for it, I guess. All right. Uh, yeah, pretty good, man. Let's keep it moving. So now we have got Vidro. You can find this at vidro.bandcamp.com. This is the release Glode, G-L-O-D. This is a band from Stockholm, Sweden. It was submitted by Matthias, who is uh, kind of our Swedish correspondent. Oh, I send in Swedish stuff in for us. Mm-hmm. And they have got the first song queued up to play, Stockholm Ekar. So we're going to hear Stockholm Ekar by Vidro. Yeah. 
right. We just hold, heard Stockholm Eckhar by Vidro off of Glode. Uh, you noted we did listen to this band before we heard uh, some stuff off of their split with Cancro. And you noted as we were listening to this, I think we said the same thing last time. Sounds a lot like Exit Order. You're not going to escape that comparison. Yeah, and for it, sure. It sounds good. So Yeah, it's real good, man. It's ripping. But yeah, you got chorus on the guitars. You got a lady singing. Uh, it sounds a lot like Exit Order. It's doing a very similar thing, but it's doing it very, very well. And uh, it rips. This is great. Got, got no beef with, all, with this at all. I liked it the first time I heard this stuff. I like this new shit. We'll for sure come back and listen to the rest of this when, uh, once the rest of this record is up. The whole thing releases on March 28th. Uh, so there you go. And it was mixed by Jonah Falco. I should also note that there have been... Uh, yet more things since the last time I mentioned it that were mixed uh, and or mastered, uh, produced in some way by uh, Will Killingsworth. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we have got a split between They Are Gutting a Body of Water and uh, Full Body 2. The release is called Epcot. You can find this at citruscityrecords.bandcamp.com. This was also submitted from the Kings of Punk uh uh, email address, so I'm, I'm assuming it's probably Jake and not Tyler. He said he was submitting it for the Full Body 2 tracks, so we can listen to one of those. I haven't listened to this band, but he said it is a, a fresh take on uh, Shoegaze and Dream Pop with some uh, electronic elements thrown in there for for uh, good measure. So let's, uh, let's just listen to uh, the first Full Body 2 track on here. We're going to listen to uh, the song Adoration off of their split with They Are Gutting a Body of Water.
gave you gave you chills. I'm just I'm freezing I'm freezing my little ass off. I'll, let me turn the heater back on. I'm a cold boy. Okay, so we just heard the song Adoration by uh, Full Body 2 off of their split with They Are Gutting a Body of Water, Epcot. Uh, I liked that a lot. That was good. That was indeed like a, a pretty fresh take on Dream Pop and Shoegaze. It had a lot, most of the familiar hallmarks of the genre, but um, it was, uh, yeah, there was it was like a fresh, a fresh and modern take on it. There were some production choices on this I really liked. It was really fucking dense and loud. This was a constant wall of sound, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's sometimes lost on shoegaze, like modern shoegaze bands, is like a band like My Bloody Valentine was making a fucking, an awful fucking racket, uh, which is one of the things that, that made those records so great. Uh, this band replicates that very effectively. Uh, there's no point at, during this song in which uh, a din was not just assaulting your ears. I really liked that about this. I'm definitely going to investigate more stuff from this band. I liked it. Yeah, pretty good. Art's not good. No, the art on this really sucks. Like, really sucks. It looks like a fucking Windows Media Player visualizer. Yeah, it's not good. Sorry, no. whoever did it. Yeah, for sure. I it, mean, but who the fuck am I? But that shit sucks. Yeah. Um, I th- Honestly, if I saw that artwork... I would expect to open up the case and see a fucking CDR on the inside. Yeah, for sure, dude. That it's, this, it looks like something you'd find on the counter at the gas station. Yeah, it's truly awful. Um, it's not cool in any way. And, uh, you know, whatever. Okay, so next up we have got False Witness in the Company of Snakes. I don't think this is going to be a good one, brother. This was sent in by Colton. Uh, you can find this at falsewitnessofficial.bandcamp.com. Again, I love when bands put official in their shit. Like, dude. Well, I mean, when you're going for it like false witness, you have to put official in there. Yeah, true. So so Colton, he's, you know, he reliably sends in stuff from his area. Sometimes it's stuff that he likes. Sometimes it's stuff that he doesn't like. His goal is just to send stuff in from Utah. Let's, I, I'm into it. Let's I, hear whatever's coming out of Utah. Well, according to Colton, it's, uh, it's uh, the perfect, the perfect melding of uh, new metal and metalcore. I think, I think the favorite, the best thing that, that I've heard come out of Utah is that egregore. Oh yeah. That stuff was sick. Um, so we are going to listen to, uh, the song out of ruin by false witness off of in the company of snakes.
So we just heard uh, Out of Ruin by False Witness on In the Company of Snakes. Good to know this is happening in Utah. <laughs> Good to know. Man, the album art is something else. So I searched for this on Lamb Goat, Metal Injection, and Blabbermouth. Yeah. Surprisingly, no mention. That's wild because this seems like exactly the band I mean, that would be. I mean, it seems... How the fuck are you going to have official in your band camp? Yeah. Right, and not show up on Metal Injection? Dude... I got to say, if you were playing in a band like this and no one gave a fuck about it, that would be such a slap in the face because the only reason to play music like this is because you're hoping to like blow up and play festivals and yeah. shit. So imagine playing this hyper-polished version of this type of like all right. that remains radio core. Yeah. And not making it dude imagine having 2021 false witness all rights reserved on your official Bandcamp page <laughs> and nobody can find you on fucking lamb goat yeah dude that's a bummer right i'll tell you what i did find on uh, uh blabbermouth yeah looks like uh ted nugent and neil young are locking horns again uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> Look at look at those old hound dogs. Look at those old grizzly bears. Battle for the ages, man. Uh, one that that one that will go down in history and we'll surely all remember. To quote Ted Nugent, Neil Young is a complete punk who is saying stupid things. <laughs> <laughs> I often turn to Ted Nugent for wisdom in tough times. Yeah, yeah whatever. Okay, so next up we have something that stands a chance of probably being pretty good. Uh, we've got uh, Kids on a Crime Spree with Fall in Love, Not in Line. You can find this at slumberlandrex.bandcamp.com. Uh, this was submitted by Derek, who described this as some power pop shit. 
Uh, I think that this is actually a, a solo project of an individual who's who's been in other bands, uh, and this was like uh, a studio recording project. I, I read a little bit about this while that horrible music was playing, uh, because I just needed something to occupy my time. So I think this is like uh, there's some power pop stuff that was recorded all to tape, um, and like uh, I don't think it's a solo project. No, I think it is actually. Really? It's, yeah, it's like a solo project that has other folks recruited to help, ah, help out but it was like one dude who wrote everything um so yeah i think this is like uh they like recorded this all all analog to tape and tried to to recreate like a bunch of like 60s recording techniques for this stuff and we're trying to recreate like a lot of classic like phil specter recording techniques and shit i was reading a little bit about it sounded cool if uh, if the song's ripped then cool if the song sucked then none of that means dick uh, so, uh, it looks like, I think the lead single off of this was When Can I See You Again? So let's listen there's to that. There's a video. Yeah, there's a video for that. So we can look at something. Yeah, we can indeed. So we're going to listen to the song When Can I See You Again by Kids on a Crime Spree off of Fall in Love, Not in Line. Okay, so we just heard the song When Can I See You Again by Kids on a Crime Spree off of Fall in Love, Not in Line. I liked that quite a lot. These uh, ended up being a lot older gentlemen than I expected them to be. These are some these are some aged, decrepit old indie rockers. Like, I didn't. I said to you, I didn't expect to hear that voice coming out of that old gremlin. Yeah, for sure. These uh, 
and they're and they're unfortunately in the dumb hat phase of their old indie rock. Yeah, but he had an anarchy pin on. He did. <laughs> Gotta let you know his roots. <laughs> right, for sure. I liked that though, man. That was like uh, super sappy, sweet saccharine power pop stuff. I definitely get what they're going for. I think they did it quite well. It was really really catchy. I'm I'm usually a sucker for music like that as long as it's well done. I like that style of of power pop a whole lot. Um, it's purposely simple. It's purposely repetitive. I like the fact that there was very little symbol in this. Homeboy on the drums was just riding the tom and the snare, which I appreciated. This is, yeah, this is right up my alley. I'm going to check out the rest of this LP. I'm sure I will probably like it. It's fine. I mean, for all the fucking uh, hype about it on the band camp, yeah. this isn't even the best power pop we've heard since noon. No, that's definitely true. This, this is, you know, this is on Slumberland, which is like a well, a well-established indie label, right? And it appeals to a very specific audience. This is, this is power pop for like, Age, for aging indie rockers, right? There's like a specific demographic of NPR listener who's before they head this. off to eternal slumberland. <laughs> yeah, for, <laughs> for sure. Like, so, so there's a certain type of NPR listener that this is aimed at that's gonna miss all of the good, like, actual underground DIY power pop stuff. Yeah. Um, but this is, uh, this is, this is a good, like, more mainstream stand-in for that sh- shit for sure. Right. When can I see you again? Never, because I'm laying in my <laughs> casket. <laughs> Because the cancer is taking my bones. Because I'm in my casket, in my tomb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here we go. We we have got Flesh Crusher. Hey, speaking of tombs. Yeah, so this was uh, this is a Jay submission. This is the one that he described to me as being like punk, raw punk infused death metal, and he said he thought that that description was pretty accurate. So we're gonna listen to "Crushed to Death" by Flesh Crusher off of their bastardized 2022 demo. Faithful dead 
we just heard the song Crushed to Death by Flesh Crusher off of their Bastardized 2022 demo. This is uh, this is their first release, of a very strong first release. I, I, I forgot to mention they're out of Gothenburg, Sweden, too. Sounds like it, for sure. They got the, they've got the classic uh, HM2 sound in there, which became super noticeable when they hit that like break in the middle of the song. Mm-hmm. This was good stuff, man. I like this a lot. Yeah, pretty good. I, I'm, I think it was pretty good at this point. I think so. I th- I'm pretty sure this is pretty good. So let's, guess, uh, let's let's wrap up episode nine. Well, guess what? I got good news for you. What's that? This is it. This is it. This is it. We're we're down to. I I just counted. We got 22 bands left in the queue. Like, and I wanted to leave 20 for us. Well, let's get two more in the bag. Then. Let's <laughs> get rid of those two. You really want to get, rid of, get rid of those two? two? Yep. Holy shit, man. <laughs> We could have just wrapped nope, it up nope, right nope, there. Nope. We got to be true to ourselves, right? <laughs> okay. Be true to thyself. Okay, sure. Yeah, why not? I'll I'll email you over the the other two links then. So uh, next up, we have a band called Ice Blood. Um, this was a submission from John. Let's see what he has to say about it. Uh, just picked up the demo on Practice Hatred Records. Not what I was expecting, but it's all right. <laughs> Great, dude. A glowing, an absolutely glowing <laughs> so review. It sounds like there's a little buyer's regret there. <laughs> yeah, so you can find this at iceblood.bandcamp.com. You can just type it in if you really want to. Sure. I mean, I could email it over to you, or you could just type in that you know simple what? URL. I'll just type it. In, right? yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear that. I'll just, uh, you know what I can do is search it on Bandcamp. Yeah. Ice Blood doesn't seem like there's going to be, is it one it's word? It's one word, yep. Yep, for sure. Um, so I don't uh, know if there's a difference between Ice Blood and Ice Blood Official. <laughs> they're, they're, they're there are, well yeah, there's a, yeah. So here we go. This is, uh, and yeah, there we go from Denver. Yep, from Denver. So, uh, we're going to listen to the song Picking Teeth Out of a Band by Ice Blood off of their self titled. Yeah, that's what I said. You said out of a band. I didn't say that out of a band. You did. did you I said really? picking teeth out of a band. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I I believe you. So we're going to listen to Picking Teeth Out of a Bat by Ice Blood off of their self-titled uh, debut release. <laughs> There you go. Uh, what did John say about it? He said he picked it up from practiced hatred, and it wasn't what he was spa- expecting. He guesses it's all right. Yeah, I guess it's all right. I also guess it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's about that's a, succinct. Yeah, for to sure. To the point. Everybody knows exactly what we mean. Yes. Yep. For sure. 
Um, okay, so the last thing, the last thing we have. Um, so this is like a, this is like the second time that this dude has submitted this in pretty short order. Uh, it's a solo project of, uh, of somebody named Jess based out of New Orleans. It's a project called Stay the Fuck at Home, which annoys the fucking living shit out of me. Um, the release is called Elder Statesman. You can find this at staythefuckathome.bandcamp.com. I, I said right at the beginning of the pandemic that I was really, really not into like, oh, this is the COVID demo. We're the this is the pandemic core demo. Yeah, but if, is that necessarily what he's saying? Maybe he just doesn't want to see your ass. I no. I think when he sent this over to me, he he said it was specific, like the on his first email that this was specifically like. Uh, done during COVID and it was named after that. So, right. um, so really stupid. You're losing points with me off the off the top. But he does say uh, on he, on his little write up here. If you think my music sounds like a rip off of interest and or lack of interest, infest. Inf infest. Yes, dude, I'm losing it. If you think my music sounds like a rip off of infest and or lack of interest, you are 100% correct. All right. So he just tells you right up front what you're getting. Uh, so, all right, we're going to listen to probably Smolder and maybe another song because it's only 26 seconds long. We're going to hear Smolder by uh, Stay the Fuck at Home uh, off of his release, Elder Statesman. heard smolder and erased by stay the fuck at home off of his release elder statesman and we are 100 percent correct in what sense in that this sounds exactly like a ripoff of infest or lack of interest yeah. that said the, honestly this is better than 75 uh, percent of the fast core shit that gets sent our way yeah, compositionally. Because, because it's so on the fucking nose. I would say compositionally, yes, but the production on this really no, hurts. No, no, but, but like that Erase song, yeah, straight sounded like a fucking lack of interest song. For sure. I mean, just, it and, and, and I don't know that that's necessarily a compliment. Yeah. I mean, also um, a lack of interest, but also, um, I guess, uh, lack of creativity. Yeah, yeah, for like, sure. Like, it straight sounded like a lack of interest song, and I like lack of interest. Ergo, I like this better than a lot of a lot of the fast core stuff that come our way. For sure. Um, but um, I can't say that I give this, like, a ton of props. Yeah. 
because it is such a fucking clone. I agree. And like I said, I, I would just prefer to hear this with like different production choices. Sure. Because it's really, it's really, really sterile. Like the drums are cl are, are pretty clearly programmed. Yeah. Uh, there's just not like a lot happening on the production front that would suck me into this. If this were like, if this were blown out and big sounding, or if it were really lo-fi and grimy sounding, I could get in, I could get more into this, but it feels very sterile and computerized. Sure. This sounds like one dude in a bedroom. Sure. Uh, the songwriting. I don't think it was a dude in a bedroom. I don't know. It, I, it is a dude in the is bedroom. Is it a dude? It's, it, it, I mean, I'm sure it's one dude, but I didn't know if it was one dude in the bedroom. Uh, yes, this is like a this is a home. I, I, well, I, maybe not. It's uh, let's see, recorded by Rob Lovell. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like all mixing uh, and mastering by James Witten. Yeah, so I think this was all recorded like in a home studio and yeah. then sent elsewhere to to finish it off. So. Right. Um, you know, more uh, kind of a lackluster way to end the night. Not not the worst shit I've ever heard in my life, but even on my best day, I wouldn't give a fuck about it. Uh, so let alone at the end of a of a what fifteen hour marathon recording session. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, there you go. That was Hell Week. Thanks for hanging out with us. I am filled with piss, very lethargic, and ready to go to sleep. So mm. I will see you later. Mm.